Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Series 2 of Not Another Sales Podcast. I'm Chris Hatfield, aka Not Another Sales Guy. I'm a sales and mindfulness coach, trainer, consultant, and speaker. I work with corporate sales teams and leaders, along with startup business owners passionate about what they do, but wanting to up their sales game. My main mission is helping us all become more mindful of how we elevate our performance, perspective, and potential. If you want to know more, then look me up on LinkedIn. Chris Hatfield, always happy to chat. So if you're new to Not Another Sales Podcast, here's what to expect. It's aimed at giving you insights into how you can be successful within the world of sales, whether that's your career or your own business. We go deeper into the thought process and mindset needed for success when selling and when running a business, not just the skills and output. So if you're looking for a podcast with a difference that starts with the mind in mind, this is for you. So enough about me, let's get started. On today's episode, I'm joined by Sam Downs, one of top sales voices on LinkedIn in 2019, sales fanatic and content creator. And Sam and I are going to be talking about why it's so important to always be coachable. I'm going to be getting Sam's take on how she feels the world of sales has evolved in the last few years. When it comes to coaching and development performance, what she thinks gets in the way of people buying into it. And other than increased performance, what other benefits can be gained from being coachable and having that growth mindset? She'll also be sharing from a coach's perspective how you can gain that buy-in from sellers to want to be coached in the first place. And also from a seller's or business owner point of view, how you can become more open to taking feedback and increasing your awareness in the meantime. So if you're listening to this, whether you're a coach wanting to understand how you can get more buy-in from people who you're coaching, or whether you're not too sure on whether coaching is a value add for you and how it can benefit you, this episode is for you. So sit back and enjoy. Sam, welcome. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I'm really well, thanks. Really well. Thank you for coming on an episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. Of course, of course. Thanks for having me again. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's it's been you know great talking to you beforehand. So I'm really interested, particularly in this topic that we're that we're going to go into today. Uh, exactly what your thoughts are on it. Yeah, yeah. So Sam, for people tuning in who maybe first time they they've heard of you or heard your voice, could you give them a bit of a, an overview or an insight into into you and your story and what makes you you? Yeah. So um, I've been in sales for about eight years now. Gosh, and uh, like about. Oh my gosh, I'm turning 26 and uh, it's just been, it's just been a crazy ride for me. I've had a lot of things happen and during my time that's been, you know, kind of, it just molded me to who I was personally. And we all have gone through things that have changed them as people. And I've had several of things that have changed me as a person, but it's made me the person I am today. And um, it's made me a strong salesperson and be, you know, just to have that survival of the fittest attitude. Um, it's been made, it's made me really successful in, in sales. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I start, I uh, partnered with my partner, Ryan Erickson, and we started, uh, a consulting company that helps like tech companies and really any company that's struggling with their, uh, end to end sales cycle and their phone centric strategies when it has to do with, you know, calling and stuff. So yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at now. And oh, I'm, I'm always on LinkedIn. So if you, you know, if you're not connected with me now, feel free to go connect with me. And I, I love creating content. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it in a nutshell. 
Great, great. I'd love to sort of delve into some of that, what you mentioned a bit later on as well. But what you mm-hmm. alluded to there is, is uh, I suppose, how we came up with what we're talking about today around this always being coachable attitude and mindset. Because as you said, you've yes. had to adapt already in, in your career yes. in sales. And I think sales is a constantly evolving world because the world we live in is is constantly evolving. And um, oh my gosh, you know, yes. particularly with the development piece and coaching within that. And what I've seen from, from my perspective is that coaching is growing as an internal function but it can be often underutilized or misunderstood still by businesses or sellers um so for sure i'd love to to sort of get your insights today on why you know people need to have that coachable mindset how businesses and sellers can approach it but i suppose first of all my first point there what what's your take on on the, the world of sales and, and perhaps how it's evolved even in the last couple of years or, or any sort of key things you've noticed so, I mean, just in the past, like, 20 years, really, like, in the Jordan Beltford days or the Wolf of Wall Street days, it's like, we had such, a, like, pe- consumers had such a bad taste in their mouth about salespeople because they were so pushy, so, like, they just cared about their commission check and just buy to, like, or, die, or you know, buy till they die type of attitude and not, um, you know, leave them alone and constantly hounding them, following up. And I think that, in the last like five years or so, we had the whole uh, revolution like that. It's, you know, we're making it all about an experience now. Now we're selling an experience, not really necessarily a product or the service, but how we can help, you know, your business if you're B2B or your mm-hmm. consumer life um, change and how our product or service can help benefit you in the everyday life. And I think that that's been a crazy uh, transition for us all because you know it's been hard to you know approach people especially with cold calling um you know if they have that that pre-existing notion of a salesperson so i think we've done a really good job so far um you know bridging that gap of you know the poor salespeople till now so i think that's been a really interesting last few years is just trying to see trying to sell an experience rather than mm. you know just your product or service yeah yeah absolutely and on top of that i think as well because people are now far more educated within any market mm-hmm. they're buying and because of the information that's available to them sellers oh are, for sure good point there to, good great point there yeah they're having to focus more on you know you can't just differentiate from your products or service anymore and it's all it's about you like how well you can engage with someone and how well you can build that relationship so i feel like people are actually you know focusing a bit more within and working out what their strengths are rather than just relying on what they're selling wow that's such a great take there i didn't even i really never even thought of that perspective and that's that's why i'm, I'm I, I love talking to salespeople because you get gain somewhere in so much insight on their minds and their mindset it's just i never even thought of that and that's a great point there mm-hmm. yeah and, and when it comes to you know this this topic that we talk about around coaching and, and developing for performance what what do you think gets gets in the way of people adopting this because as i mentioned at the start there's still a lot of friction or resistance within the world of sales to being coached or to businesses adopting it so what are some of the things that you've seen or experienced yeah so just from personal experience ego that's the number Mm. one thing that has always gotten my way in my way because that we know we always think that we're right you know we always have this notion that we're the best and we're doing things the best way that could be done um, but the, my ego always got in the way of that. I would have such a combative attitude when it came to coaching in the beginning. 
and you know even my body language just so poor like I just sit there like sludge back and like not even really pay attention and absorb it and like looking back it's like cringing because you know it all goes to your ego you know what I mean it's like a shot you think it's a shot in your ego because oh like I'm not doing it right you know I'm doing it the best way but who are they to tell me that I'm you know could be doing things better so just definitely the ego part Mm, yeah yeah i've I've seen that so much you know some people because i suppose a lot of it sometimes comes down to as well their their perceived perception of what they need to be as a seller and because of that yeah yeah even that it stops them from from being open to other development right and 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 the other thing as well i think it's probably this this piece around constantly evolving is it's very easy sometimes to think right i'm comfortable i'm making good money um i mean i know my product and service like you know i'm in my comfort zone why why should i why do i need coaching like what's the point exactly it's that kind of exactly like, well, like you know i'm never going to get any further than i am now but it you know as we'll talk about shortly it's there's so much more than just seeing your performance increase from that yeah it's it just goes hand in hand with um you know, just being growing as a, as a salesperson growing as a person an individual. Mm. So that's a great point there. Yeah. And, and other than performance, why, why do you think it is important to have a, a growth and coachable mindset? You've mentioned about learning more about your yourself as a person. What, what exactly do you think you can learn? Yeah, honestly, I think really that is a great point. Like what I just said, there is personal development. Um, for me, it was, it was revolutionary. Like I, Honestly, like I, my, I feel like back then, like my life even started to get better in a way because I was just open to, you know, people coming in and people just be like, Hey, you know, maybe this is a better way to do it. And it really, it really helped me grow at just, like I said, as a person and as an individual, um, rather than professionally, because, you know, you, you want to believe you're doing all these things, right. But of course that there's a better way, there's always a better way. Um, not necessarily, always but you know it's there's always a a better way to do things and um for me that was you know that was it really hand in hand with coaching and being acceptable to it there's you know Mm. having that open mind to it yeah and and for me as well one of the things i thought was that even if it wasn't a better way sometimes i've received coaching and thought of it and just looked at it in a different way and and Mm -hmm. adding that variety and that's important as well within sales is that you can you can get stagnant. You can just sort of, you know, go through the motions and become quite habitual with things. And, that, and that's not saying that there's anything wrong with it, but it's good to have that variety and think, you know, these are different approaches because you're going to come across different types of customers. So like having different ways of doing stuff means that you're not just like really good with a certain type of customer, but then you always struggle with, I don't know, enterprise customers, or you always struggle with this part of it. You can actually like broaden your, your tool set really. Exactly. Exactly. And there's, like you said, there's, you know, maybe not necessarily a better way to do things, but there's always a different approach and, you know, different obstacles to overcome when you, when you take that different approach and when you take that different line of it, you know, and it's, that's a great point there. Yeah. And and when you've received coaching, what do you think from the coaches done well for you to buy into it? Like what are some of the key things that you've experienced coaches doing up front to get that? Right. So the first thing that I had the best coach that ever, my mentor, actually, that always, you know, we always sat down and he was like, well, what's your goals for this month? What's your goals for this week? 
you know, how can this coaching session, what can you learn out of this coaching session that will help us, you know, reach those goals for you? Mm. And number one, um, the best thing that worked for me was actually me. I was listening to my calls first. And, you know, if you're any, you know, we pick apart everything. (laughs) So when I started listening back to my calls, I would write the things down before a coaching session. And then when it came to the coaching session, sitting down with a leader or a superior, um, we were writing down the same things. So that was just revolutionary for me because I was like, wow, you know, I'm thinking the same things that they are. Like, I need to work on this then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's so important, isn't it? And also, it's, I think it's what's worked for me when I've, when I've been coached, but also coaching now is, is investing time up front and never making assumptions is whenever you go into working with someone, whether it's a team, whether you've, it's never assuming I know this problem. Same with what you do with a customer. You, you invest that time up front. You get to know them. You sit beside them. You sort of live the, wo- the world through their eyes, first of all. Um, and that can help build that trust and that empathy rather than them just thinking, oh, this guy's coming in. And, and you could be saying all the right things and it could be an amazing coaching session. But if you haven't done that bit up front, someone is just going to sit there going, you don't understand me. Yeah, exactly. And they don't have their best interest and my best interest put in the reality. Like I've never met a leader. I never met a leader that didn't have my best interest in heart. So as long as we have coming in with that mindset, it's, it will change the whole session, the whole, your whole attitude really. Yeah. And and what do you think, what else do you think along the way of being coached has, has, has been beneficial in terms of the the coaching you've received? What has the coach done? Are there any other sort of traits you think are important if a coach is listening to this or a business is listening to this to look for in a coach? You like empathy mm-hmm. and having having a mentor attitude rather than a quote unquote boss, you know, somebody that actually sits there like, what do you need from me rather than, you know, do this or do that or, you know, just there for if something happened, you know, just there for the fall guy or whatever. So having that mentor approach and really sitting down and connecting with your employees, that is so key because like when you sit there and you really get to know somebody, then you really start to understand their strengths and their weaknesses. And then you're like, okay, well, how can we let their strengths shine and their weaknesses, you know, over time to develop, you know? So that was really key for me is like really finding a mentor and just sitting down with them and just really getting to know me as a person, what I went through in my past, because that has a lot to do with, you know, how you can approach in your professional life. Like, what are some things that changed you? Like, tell me how you overcame that. Mm. And then they can, you know, see like with the things that how they can help you overcome your situations, you know, professionally. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think another big thing as well, when it comes to coaching is evidence is evidence of results is sometimes coaches can be guilty of this. And is is sort of making it feel making it sound like or sellers can come out and go, you know, I had an amazing session, I feel great. But it's always like, okay, what's the output? Like what what's happening as a result of this? And I think it's so important for a coach to be able to build this evidence and a business to be able to see it as well. For example, I I work I've been working within a, a fintech payment sense and you know we've been we've built a team of eleven build sales coaches and constantly what we've been doing is looking to build the results and showing the output of exactly how we're increasing value in the business and the value we're creating. Whereas I think sometimes that's missed. I know it sounds obvious, but some people just think, oh, you know, this person feels great, but the business want to know what's the ROI. Right. Exactly. So how do you think then sellers can 
become more open to taking feedback if someone's listening to this thinking yeah I just don't believe in coaching or you know I've, I've never really seen value in it or if a, if a business is listening to this and, and thinking oh actually my team my team maybe can be a bit more approachable we can be more approachable so I really think the the key to being open is it is is for you to be open about it you know what I mean just have an open mindset and just be like you know, come into it. And like I said, really coach yourself first, like first and foremost, like that really helped me like to be really open to it is just to sit down, digest every single call. And even, you know, when you're sitting there listening to your calls, grab somebody and and have them listen to your calls as well. Like a, a veteran salesperson, that's, that was always that helped me as well. Like, you know, anyone who was crushing their numbers, can you Y chord with me? You know, that's what we called it. Y chord. Mm. Uh, can you sit and listen to my calls? Like, how am I doing? And, you know, sometimes it comes better from a peer rather than a superior at first. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of softens your heart and softens your mind open to really coaching with, with a leader and a superior because it's, it's less threatening when you're first, you know, getting into the sales realm. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think the culture is a big thing in this as well, isn't it? It's, it's a lot of the time, sellers don't want have this mindset and it's not necessarily closed but it's more like i don't want to ask for feedback because i don't want to single myself out as a weak link i don't want to look like i don't i know i don't know what i'm doing um so i think it's integral for businesses to be able to create that culture and almost you know set the example with the leaders even maybe asking them feedback from their sellers of how things are going before they can then expect sellers to, to come openly for it exactly exactly great point there you mentioned it a couple of times in in the um, in the episode so far, but you've said you know you've overcome some of the the challenges that you've had so far in your life and within the world of sales. What do you think you've learned most about yourself from those challenges? Just really, just have number one. Obviously, have an open mind, and just come like if you're if your life is sucking, like just to put it in better. <laughs> put it in better terms. Um, if your life, you know, bring that to the phone. Like I know it's so hard because I've been through things where, you know, my life was crumbling and I still had to go to work every day. Just take that, take your, the negative, the negatives and turn it to a positive, like with your, with your calls. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it was so important for me to try to put that all aside, but not necessarily put it aside and just bring it out. You know what I mean? Bring out all my Mm -hmm. frustrations in my performance, you know what I mean? And that really helped me grow as a person because, you know, you're going through all these crazy things in your life, but, you know, you still have to go on the phone and call, you know, make a hundred calls a day. So that was so important to me is just bring all that negative into your flow and your, to your calls and everything. That was really key for me. Yeah. And and do you mind me asking what are some of the, the challenges that you faced? Oh gosh. Well, a lot of during my beginning years, I was battling drug addiction. I was battling, golly, you know, I was wondering if I had a place to live because, Mm. you know, there was things that were going on that I had to, you know, I was not really affording my bills all by myself. You know, I had to move in with my brother. I had to move all my, my, my whole house and everything. It was just it was a really struggle for me at the beginning time. And that's a lot of it was I was battling depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. drug addiction. And, you know, I, I always, I always did enough to like get by, mm-hmm. but as soon as I stopped, you know, cut out all of the, the bad stuff, that's like really when I started to flourish and grow. 
um, because it was a cancer and I needed to cut it out. And once I did that, man, everything, like it was like day and night, everything just went, was so much better. Every just things just started happening for me. I got back together with my husband, right? No, my boyfriend at the time, but my husband now. And it was just, it was just amazing because it, it, it had to do with me just cutting out all this bad stuff that I knew I should have not been doing. Mm. And, and what was the like first step to doing that? Because, you know, it's a, I talk about this a lot. And I think it's so important in this, this day and age, you know, mental health and well-being and, and people talking about it. What, what would you think was the first thing you did that, that helped you go on that path? So I'm going to get really political here, but um, not necessarily political, but uh, for me, you're always taught like, hey, I'm Sam, I'm a drug addict. Hey, this is me. I'm an addict. I'm an addict. I'm an addict. You tell yourself like for so many, you go into your meetings and you tell that the first thing you say, hi, I'm Sam and I'm a drug addict. So the first thing for me, I just, I, I really started to tell myself like, no, I'm this, like I'm Mm -hmm. successful. I'm going to be somebody. I am great. Like I can accomplish things. So the mind is a powerful tool. Once I started, you know, to really, oh, I'm an addict and this is just me. This is, this is going to be my, the rest of my life because I'm wired this way. My mom was an addict. My dad was an addict. It's just in my genetics. Once I stopped doing that, that's when everything was revolutionary for me. Mm. I stopped everything. You know, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to be somebody. And I started telling my mind and started planting that seed within my mental state and my, and then it was just, everything just changed for me. It was just so that you have to be kind to yourself Mm. and you can't just tell yourself like, Oh, I'm just an addict. This is it. No, like there's so much more to it. And it just, it starts by just telling yourself that you're somebody else other Mm -hmm. than that. Yeah. And it sounds like obviously, you know, the success you've had within your career that you've, you've, you, as you mentioned earlier, like channeled that, not just on the phones, but in a way of that resilience and that self-talk to help you progress to where you are. Exactly. Exactly. Great. Well, oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for sharing that, by the way. Of course, of course. We got really, we got really close there for a minute. All the listeners, we all really know about. <laughs> it's funny because I'm, I'm not really vocal about that, but yeah. I just recently started being vocal about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's important. You know, I don't really care because there's a lot of people that would probably judge me for it. But you know, I think it would help a lot more people than it is when people are judging. So I don't really care anymore. I'm going to be vocal. That's who I was, but I'm not that anymore. So, you know, I'm, I'm very open to talking about that. So thank you for making me feel comfortable of talking about that. You're welcome. And I, you know, that's, I think it's so powerful to be able to, because there'll be people listening to this and you won't even realize how much that's made an impact on them, particularly in this day and age, I think with social media online and this perception that everyone else has got it figured out. And the person sitting in front of the screen, sometimes thinking, Oh, I'm the only one that doesn't like, you know, these people are successful. They're doing this is that everyone's got their own battles. And, you know, yeah. I think the more we can talk about them, the more we can open. I, I opened up quite openly about my um, general anxiety disorder last year. And I found, you know, doing that, I've had numerous conversations with, with guys. Wow. And that, I know it's a big thing for, for guys not talking enough. And I think, you know, the more we can talk about it oh. on platforms like this, the better. So, you know, thank I you. I know. Of course, of course. And really, if anyone is listening to this and they're struggling, please, please, please DM me. I, I've i had so many friends that are not here anymore from it and just people that are just so depressed and they're still living like that and that 
that it's just it's it's so sad because they think that this is it they don't have any support at home like any people telling them to do the right thing so if you need that and it's crazy sorry i don't mean to go into it but it's so taboo and and, Mm -hmm. um it's it's it really is but in the sales realm there's a lot of people with drug addiction Mm. it's not talked about a lot but there's a lot of people that have some type of drug addiction and you know it's 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 something that's not brought up about so it's you know if if you need someone to talk to seriously dm me whatever you know i will never be i would never tell anybody anything just it's always nice to talk to somebody i'm here for that yeah and 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 the, the biggest bit of advice i always give to people as well if you know people going through this kind of thing is you don't always need to have the answers you just need to be able to listen that's what a lot of exactly want, oh my gosh they yes. don't want someone to instantly go it's going to be all right here's the solution we're so quick to want to do that and you know talking yeah. into the world of sales this is where it can come in as well is that oh my god yeah that's like, so yeah, funny it's such a parallel it's like no just listen to someone they just want to be listened to yes oh my god yes oh you such a great point there because everyone's like oh you need to do this you need to do that you need to go to this you need yeah. to go to na you need to do this it's like no like i just wanted somebody to listen to me mm-hmm. and just to be there for me and just be a support person that's you hit the nail on the head right yeah. there yeah great well sam it's been a a real pleasure thank you so much again for sharing that and for your time today of course of course chris anytime seriously i had a great time and uh yeah looking forward to listening to the episode so everyone have a great uh afternoon or morning wherever you are (laughs) (laughs) great and uh, for everyone tuning in thanks for listening to another episode of not another sales podcast i will catch you soon bye Hey people, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. If you want to find out more and connect with me, you can find me on LinkedIn under Chris Hatfield, H-A-T-F-I-E-L-D, or on my website, www.notanothersalesguy.com. That's www.notanothersalesguy.com. Stay tuned in future for some courses and free content on there as well. But for now, have a good one and I'll catch you soon.